Before we get started, it's worth mentioning that the podcast you're about to listen to is an audio rip of a fully filmed YouTube show. While this podcast is perfectly enjoyable in this format, there will be the odd reference to something you can't see. It doesn't happen that often and it won't take too much away from the overall experience. I wouldn't worry about it. But if you do have the time, I recommend Video Namaste in its preferred form, where you can see clips, our lovely faces and Danny's kitchen. You can find it on the Pleasureland YouTube channel, but hey, if this works for you, I'm not going to argue. Please enjoy. Hi everybody! Hi. Welcome. Hello. Come in. Welcome Come in. in. Come Welcome in. to the wee festive. Touch the tree, have a berry. <laughs> Don't eat Wait. acorns, because they come out the same. Bit spiky and first. Aye. Like a, like a crab trap. You know, they can go in, but they kind of get out. It's kind of like that. So, it's Christmas. Um, we're, we're celebrating Christmas by very closely sitting around the fire. And we're going to start sweating pretty quick. <laughs> I've got a big jumper on. I'm sweating already. I can, sm I can smell myself. One matchmaker left. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's all for me. <laughs> so, what are we? Uh, what's the theme, Richie? Um, what yeah, is the Richie. theme? Tenuously uh, Christmas. Oh, tenuously Christmas. So we're doing uh, films that are set. Shut it. We're doing films that are set at Christmas. Which um, is shouting at elements. But they're no <laughs> about Christmas. So they're kind of Christmassy, but not. Aye, just so that it's no three white guys talking about Die Hard again, you know? It's a Christmas film. <laughs> it's a Christmas. That's the best one. Aye. It's the best one when Die Hard 2 is probably better. I'm not oh. loving this. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. That's the only one. That's the only one I'm joking about. I'll not sit down on this one. <laughs> With a vengeance, maybe. It does, Regan. <laughs> Your dad's had one too many ports. <laughs> uh, he's had five snowballs and he's telling you that Rennie Harlan's better than John McTiernan. I forgot his surname. John Mix into the fire. I know, I was totally capped. I'm fucking, it's like the caveman in me. <laughs> if I see a fire, I'm like, take me. I was going to say we're dressed appropriately. Danny's in these jammies. That's Christmassy though, you know? And, you know, I've Christmas time you wear your jammies all the time. A big jumper. Right. But it's also relevant to... Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the So, uh, we're not going to start with that one, though. No. No. <laughs> we're going to start with. Robocop 2 was just an ordinary Robocop 2, but then they gunned him down. Now he's back as Robocop 3 to smash a load of drug dealers to bits. Ninja drug dealers. It's Robocop 3 by Fred Drecker. We had the, the conversation in the, 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 the Facebook chat window that we... That's talking about Facebook. We seek and destroy each single key. <laughs> in the Facebook chat window and I was like, right guys, what films are we going to choose? I'd already chosen mine. And uh, Finley was like, I'll do Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And then you went, no wait, can I do Robocop 3? <laughs> and then no, Danny no, goes, I'm going to do Turbulence. <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> At one point you were happy. <laughs> this is not the Criterion Collection, son. <laughs> we're going in deep. A place but where we can come back, Faye. They're proper good video shop videos, eh, films, sorry. 
which are kind of perfect for Christmas, really. Aye, absolutely. A, a good kind of, I've eaten too much and now I'm going to watch... I'm going to watch something that's going to hurt me less. I'm just going to gouch in front of Robocop 3. Aye. And ignore everybody. <laughs> Did you like it when it, when you first watched it? No. No. <laughs> I, I, I went watching it when I was wee and like, even though it was geared towards kids, I just... I wasn't into it at all. I just mm. I couldn't. And then it wasn't even it wasn't until last Christmas that I watched that again and was like, "This is actually kind of amazing. <laughs> actually, kind of amazing." Mm-hmm. So yeah, this just to start off, we're going to be talking very positively about RoboCop Three. Aye. Right, if you can't handle that, shut it and <laughs> watch this, and then it might make you do a three sixty. Then a one eighty, just to fuck with your brain. <laughs> that's like RoboCop Three is it's. Notorious, isn't it? It's, it's, it's one of those. It's, it's one of those it's like, that people automatically just go, "No, oh, it's fucking shit," and they've not seen it in like sixteen years. Get back! No, I mean, which I done. I done yeah. last year. Like I was like, "Rock off, he's man." Totally. Now, that was pretty much like a recitaly, but I was like about two years ago <laughs> before I actually got back in it. But it's we're not judging you if you think it's shite. Just I will. I mean, if you've watched it recently and you think it's shite, then we are. That's fine. But if you're like, isn't Robocop three a load of shite? No. Well, yeah, exactly. So, um, we're here to, to sell you it. To guide you. Aye. I think guide a big problem with RoboCop 3 for like, folk running about our age is like. That's how it... you start talking positively about RoboCop 3. <laughs> no, I think the big problem with RoboCop 3 is. <laughs> People's perception of RoboCop 3, I Aye. mean, is it, it came out around about. It's like when Power Rangers came out when I was a wee guy, like Aye. I was just past that precipice, you know, mm. I was like, that's for Wayne's. Mm. That, this isn't for me. And uh, and Robocop three came out like round about the time where I was really cynical about everything. <laughs> and I was a like, cynical nine year old. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, like, uh, it's also, um, I mean, I, I take it we we've all we all saw Robocop at quite a young age, didn't we? Aye, aye. And it sort of was quite made quite a, an effect. And like Robocop is a, it's like a seriously a good film and it has a lot to say. And but that's why when you I think when you get to Robocop three. Robocop One has kind of said everything that's ever that's that that's Rob, the, the Robocop film Aye. has to say. Aye. Um, so you just take it in a Aye, new direction. Like, but if you're younger and you're like Robocop, like just so the most horrendously violent <laughs> Aye. sci-fi film. Like mm-hmm. two, two feels mm. like two was the one that I liked as a child. Mm. Mm-hmm. Two feels a bit more no for kids because it's still fucking violent, but. Two's like yeah. goat kids kind of in it and it's kind of just yeah. nasty. It's got a bit more like comic bookiness to it because I like the drugs <clears> and <throat> just just in general how it is. Also, Robocop in Robocop 3 is a bit useless. Aye. He's kind of a fart in a trance. Aye. There's something like he's, he's the legend that he you spends, meet and you're like, oh, you. Mm. He spends <laughs> quite a lot of it lying down or crawling <laughs> or fucked. Aye. Aye. And he's got his. Aye. It does like. But still, he still manages to pull through and he gets some amazing stuff on it. Exactly. Aye, like, I think like the first Robocop and the second one have got like their satire mm. that drives them. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this one's obviously I I think by this time they'd caught on that kids were watching Robocop when they shouldn't yeah, they? so yeah, they were like yeah. and they thought oh they'd have the, they'd have the, like the Robocop cartoon by then and, like and the, the game the action figures, action figures oh, like yeah. it was just huge but <clears throat> that must have blew their fucking minds as well like Robocop an 18 like hard ultra violent film yes they the managed mean? to they managed to branch it out and sell it to kids mm. and kids loved it because it's like he's a robo man <laughs> that 
blows people through bits. It's like, See, it's I think amazing. it would, like, it, it's a 15. There's a wee bit of violence in there. There's a wee bit of swearing. It was just past the age, and, like, it was the 90s, so you mm. couldn't say bastard or shit as much. Aye. And there's a lot of shits going on in that film. Aye, aye. So, like, I think if it were a PG, then people would have had more of an idea about what to expect. But, like, mm-hmm. because it crossed that line, it's a 15, people are under the impression, aye. oh, maybe it's actually got... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's not... Mm-hmm. But, so, aye, it's, it is, it's tenuously Christmas. It is tenuously aye. Christmas. Like, there's a few, like... In the in the like the underground lair, there's like Christmas trees, and they go to a diner. Well, a guy tries to hold up a diner. It's got Christmas stuff in it, uh, but yeah. it doesn't really throw it in your face that it's Christmas. But there's like there's like wee hints to it everywhere, and we like that. That's kind of an interesting thing. I want the, uh, something that I wanted to bring up. We can talk about it with, later with turbulence as well. But the idea, like why they throw Christmas into things like this. I think it might be a Shane Black connection, and I know uh-huh. that Decker and Black have got like a lot of well, lot in common and stuff like that. Uh, and, you I know, know, of course, for Robocop just, 3. Uh, so, in college. <clears throat> Robocop uh, 3, we should mention, was directed by... Fred Decker, who directed Night of the Creeps and Monster, Monster Squad, Squad, two of my all-time favourites. So, and I think, I think, I only saw Night of the Creeps a couple of months ago and Monster Squad about a year or so ago, and... Uh, Having seen those two, I think it helps going into Robocop 3. I think it would be a lovely triple. Aye, it would be, yeah. It would be. And it's totally got that tone. like. But I think the other thing that um, hit me right away, because like, when I sat down to watch Robocop 3, the only two things I remember about Robocop 3 are the jetpack. Of course, that's the one. That's, that's, people say that's the reason why it's bad. <laughs> Robocop's got Robocop. Robocop's got a jetpack. You should say Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> Robocop. This is just a wee I mean, fucking dead. Or just having a really good time. <laughs> like baby stay out. <laughs> Crawling along the plans of Delta City. <laughs> but so I didn't watch it like the first thing that struck me about it was just how com- like you say when you say films are comic booky you have a, an idea but this was like really aye. like I, I was looking at bits and imagining panels aye it's got that same thing as Predator 2 aye like that that Predator 2 kind of splash page actiony kind of stuff even like even this the, the dialogue in it's not amazing but mm. you could imagine it as comic book dialogue no, just totally. because of what it is but that, that's when that hit me first, and then later I discovered that it was written by Frank Miller, Miller. which was like, which kind of made a bunch of sense. But <clears throat> the other thing with the comic book logic is, I think a film like Robocop Three would be better received now because one thing that are, one thing I think maybe allowed me to accept it a lot more as an adult is that I've been through the Marvel films, mm-hmm. and whatever you have to say about the Marvel films are one thing, but they established a tone for comic book films and they did it really really well like they kind of tra- they managed to translate that marvel thing without it being too pretentious but without it being too silly it was like a uh, but it uh, had the comic silliness in it and like watching robocop 3 there was a lot of that going on yeah with like the scene particularly one of my favorite scenes in robocop 3 when he shoots the gun <laughs> And shoots the gun at the guy's hand and keeps shooting. <laughs> it's like beep 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 And then what is it he says afterwards? It's something like no. I get it. No, it's not. It's don't. <laughs> that's, 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 I mean. Like I was 
ending my show. Like, it is, like, there is bits of it that's proper, like, like fist bumping bits. Like, see the bits, the bit where he rescues uh, Lewis for the spider punks at the start? Aye. It's like, he, load, he takes his arm off, loads on his machine gun arm, <laughs> drives off the top of the story, <laughs> lands, blows a hole in his own ceiling of the car, stands up and just shoots bad guys. You're like, that is absolutely amazing. I can't fault that. <laughs> and that's like half an hour or something in as well. You've not even huh? seen Robocop yet. And he just fucking does that amazing <laughs> movie. You're like, and then he comes out and it's no Peter Weller. You're like, aye, aye. off the <laughs> That's how you do it. I think the big, like, a big divisive part of the film for, I think, any anybody watching it that's maybe like, I don't know if I like this or not, uh, is right at the start where a wee lassie makes Ed 209 her own puppy. Oh, yeah. Loyal as a, like, loyal as a puppy. Aye. Loyal as a puppy. And, aye. I, I, like, I was watching it with, a, like, a few mates uh, a few months ago, mm-hmm. and, like, after that scene, everybody was just, like, clocked it. <laughs> it's cause, it's cause, like, it is tough watching that film in a room full of folk that just aren't into it. It's, like, it's like cause it is kind of like she is kind of the protagonist mm-hmm. as well. So it's aye. like a, a child. So it's a lot of people are like, yeah, it's kids pish. But that moment totally has a reason as well. Like mm-hmm. all the daft stuff has a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, man. It's all in keeping with the. She's like a wee John Connor. Aye, aye, exactly. Easy money. Yeah. Although when she did it, I was a, I was a, a part of me did think it was a bit too easy. Actually, happens, I just remembered the, the bit that made me think of the comic book thing was when they're in the house and the fucking wrecking ball just comes. <laughs> 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 he just looks at the window. He's like, "What?" And he's on the bed and a wrecking ball comes through it. Aye, like, was, aye. but there's just like so much. There's so much about it. Like I know that um, big Frankie Miller wasn't happy with that as well. He wasn't right. happy with. Three. He wasn't happy with two because I think he wrote or ah, co-wrote yeah. two, right. and he hated it. And then he tried to write it again for three, and I think Decker was like, "No, we're got to." Well, between the studios and Decker, they were like, "We're got to try and no day as much as what you've written, Frank." Because obviously it's Frank Miller, so it's got to be pretty hard gone. Mm. And he wasn't. He was raging with that taste, so he ended up making his own Robocop comic series. Right. And it does not look good, my dudes. No. It does not look good. Frank Miller's pissy anyway. Hello, hello. From hell. No, 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 no. no. Get, guess who in the three years is a staunch defender of the spirit? <laughs> oh my God. That's right. It's me. I don't know why, man. I don't know why, but I really like it. If you start talking about the spirit, and I'll just stare out Danny's window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck it, snow! Where is McDaggett? 
room 212. Thank you. I hope you are insured. Elevator door sticks. Aye, three I think is more successful at what it sets out to do, two isn't it? And mm. like for three to get such a bad rap, it annoys me. I think like there's some like when I was watching it, it was like how intentional it like when he shoots the gun at the guy's hand and keeps it going in the air and don't I so like that was like how intentionally funny was that? But it doesn't matter. Uh, it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, again like the, well, of the course thing, I mean, they'd, like, would they write a scene like that and it'd be... <laughs> the thing that like, people forget as well is like, oh, it kind of goes against it because people obviously, as you were saying, think about the jetpack, uh. but people are always like, oh, it's Robocop versus ninjas. It's like, aye, robot ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> or robo ninjas. <laughs> and I don't want to be that like, Oh, we're... Ruffle! Oh, Robot Ninjas! <laughs> but they're, they're fucking, they're pretty badass as well. They're and it's good. like. And the makeup. But they're only in it very, very briefly. Brief, uh, briefly. Briefly. Fuck. When he's adjusting his Eki jaw. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> And they, they basically, they, is it Seppuku? Seppuku? Aye. With each other? Oh, aye. <laughs> uh, it's pretty rad, man. But, but also, a lot of it's funny. Aye. Like, I thought, I found a lot of it really funny, like, Rip Torn's really good in it. Right. <laughs> He's so fucking good in it. Like, I love his life. I know, he's like, <laughs> sayonara. <laughs> and so, when it, he's got that Rip Torn in and he goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, as soon as I see him, like, especially in Robocop 3, I just think he's Men in Black. Like, he is, uh, just, he is Men he in is Black. He is very, like, uh, he's, he's very like his Men in Black card, too. Uh, the great city of Detroit represents an important precedent, gentlemen. There's only one small problem. It's turning into a war zone! Sir, it's just a small resistance group, and there's no reason to believe they pose a significant threat. Well, I'd consider a deficit of $350 million a significant threat. Wouldn't you, Johnson? Flick! Sir. You're in charge of security concepts. Where's that RoboCop we spent so much money on? The police had a little problem with the units. I'm dealing with it personally. You do that. You get him to the rehab team, and maybe we won't have to worry about a small resistance group. Get the hell out of here, all of you! Aye, and fucking Dust Devil playing RoboCop as well. Aye, or I only know him Thinner, Stephen King's aye, Thinner. Aye, aye, totally. Aye, that's the book, so... Um, Robert, was Burke, say, Robert like, James Burke or something like that Because when he's got, he's, he's really, he's good at being Robocop. He looks he's like being Peter Weller. He's like Peter Weller, right? He's totally hamming up the robot. Uh, that's <laughs> well that, the reason, that. Apparently the reason, because it's, it's basically the same suit for two, and he was bigger than Peter Weller. Oh, so he's wearing the oh, suit that's too weak. Oh, oh. <laughs> Imagine what that does to your... Oh. Your buzz, your robo buzz. <laughs> Your robots, like just like we, you end up with a wee cone. <laughs> Boss, Go ahead, with a wee tapered, like feet binding. Have <laughs> you tapered? Have you tapered crotch? <laughs> Absolutely. You have to crack it open every time you get a pinger. Like <laughs> a wedge, wedgie Edam. Bye. He's he's not that great. It does miss Peter Weller, but. 
they're still, they're still so much there. Uh, like, I hear commitments today, Naked Lunch at the time, because this was shot in '91, but it was meant to come out, and uh, it was meant to come out then, obviously. But Orion um, went under. Went <laughs> bankrupt. Ah, uh, went bankrupt. Christ, so what was it that made it go bankrupt then? Robocop three. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, I reckon it was, it was just bad, bad. Okay. Okay. It's, it's so they went show. under. I could, I could, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're, 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 they're back now, but they did end up making a film later on in the 90s, but I can't remember what it is. Because I mind watching one and it was like for about 98 or 7, and their Ryan logo was there. Right. And I was like, well, I thought they died, but maybe that was just like a distribution thing as opposed to a studio thing. Quite an interesting I'd love an Orion t shirt. If anybody out there can source me an Orion t shirt, that would be fucking amazing. But plus, like, the thing that you'll notice with Robocop 3 is the soundtrack is better than 2 because it's Mm. Basil Puladuris that's doing it again, as opposed to Leonard Roseman, who done the second one, who also done. That's right, Star Trek (laughs) 4. <laughs> oh, I know that makes sense. Uh, Star Trek 4's. That makes a lot of sense because the Star Trek 4 soundtrack sounds quite like the Robo. No, it sounds like the Robocop 2 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Same guy. Aye, right. Aye, aye. <laughs> Star Trek 4's got Market Street on it, eh? That's a fucking great, uh, that's a great song, man. That's a great song. Yeah. Uh, aye, so Basil Polidurus is back day in three, and he's just. He, a lot of the, say, the themes are recurring for the first one, but it's got a, a wee bit of a lighter tone to it. Mm-hmm. But it's. it's Great, as soon as you hear that, the music, you're fucking, you're, uh, you're dead on, straight in there. It's an adjustment to adjust yourself into no enjoying Robocop 3 because I think you will. It's just you've got to adjust to no Peter Weller. It's no all about Robocop. It's uh, mainly about uh, like exactly like corporatism and like underground sort of resistances and like gentrification. They go mm-hmm. along like gentrification mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like there is uh, themes in there, but I know that when Fr- Decker was making it, he said himself it was like. The first Robocop film says everything that they need to say about Robocop. No, it's it's like, so doing it. we can only make one that speaks about what we think about like the current climate of the world, like uh, like in terms of doing deals with like overseas overseas businesses and all that at the time. Like obviously they're working with Japanese corporations and they're uh, they're sending their yeah, guys yeah. to regulate the American guys because they didn't trust them, etc., etc. So. Uh, it's, there's an interesting podcast, the uh, Projection Booth one, mm-hmm. about uh, Night of the Creeps, right. where they, in, they interview Fred Decker, mm-hmm. and uh, he talks a wee bit about Robocop 3, and there's some good chat on there, it's Aye. worth checking out. <laughs> it's got some, like, pretty nice stuff in it, like, the shoot out of the church, it's pretty cool, plus, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, Lewis dies. Mm. Aye. But, like, even that scene where she dies... The way it's framed and the way it kind of just draws back a wee bit, it's like she's lying on the altar of a church um, and he's sitting like cradling her and when she dies he like looks down and then the camera just like stays on them but pulls back a wee bit and it looks so good man. It's mm. like Robocop next to all this like religious iconography. You're like man that's fucking... That's an issue we send back to him being Jesus and, and <laughs> Rumble Rumble Jesus. Like, I, I wonder if that was deliberate but like, I totally mm. I called that as well. It's, I? I wonder if that was what they were after. Officer down. 
Did Robocop 3... The bomb. Like, right, yeah. But it, it bombed, but in terms of... Like, Fred Decker stopped. Aye. He stopped after making it after that. Just because I think... Because he, like... He says he had a good time making it, mm-hmm. but I think it, like, exhausted him, and that was the first big picture he'd made. I was going to say, was Robocop 3 the reason he stopped? Aye. Right. Because, like, <coughs> the, other, the other two he'd made, and they weren't, like, big... Big huge budgets, they were all independently done and I think he had a lot to say, whereas with Robocop 3 it was his first foray into big budgets and he had to deal with like execs and like Frank Miller, yeah. who was obviously was a pain in the arse and mm. like everything like that. And he says he had a good time but he was like there's a lot of stuff that he would change and I think at that time he'd burnt himself out and it, Hollywood wasn't what he thought it was going to be. Right. So I think he yeah. was... I, I think he was kind of deterred for the whole... Um, the industry like, yeah, after okay. that because uh, and, and I I think that the fact that he enjoyed um, being there and the whole experience of shooting it and everything like that it's like quit while you're ahead kind of thing you mm-hmm. know? it's just such a shame though man mm-hmm. I know imagine like a film 90s runny Fred Decker films mm-hmm. imagine what he could have he could have been making like amazing kid action films during the 90s I know I know. or if he was doing more stuff with Shane Black all right. Imagine well, Shane Black and Fred Decker doing are Last right. Action Hero or something. Aye, imagine it. Oh, it's fine as it is. That is perfect though. Sorry, sorry, of no, course. John McTiernan. <laughs> would Fred Decker have thought he put an Arnie's face into space? No. No, but that was in fairness. Oh, Arnie. Good my dear. <laughs> That sounds, that, sounds, that sounds like a John McTiernan thing, like, we're going to launch him in a spoon's pocket. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, in his face. <laughs> Just absolutely <laughs> bellowing, churning out like a chimney. <laughs> I know, cause it, like, something that stood out about Robocop 3 was how well shot it was. Yeah. Like, there's just so really, many really nice set pieces and stuff like just that. Just really, it's, the it's camera's really never, nice. like, it's never too busy, but it moves when it needs to. And, mm-hmm. aye, he's, he's totally in charge. That was the thing, yeah, that the, the thing that got me about it was that, like, um, okay, so maybe every so often there might be a, something that someone might find questionable in terms of quality. <laughs> but, but, um, if you try and look at like, I often try to look at films as, you know, did this film achieve what it was trying to do? And I think Robocop 3 does. Mm-hmm. And I think the only way that someone would complain about Robocop 3, or the only you would have a problem with Robocop 3 if you just had a problem with the, the direction. Mm-hmm. And that's... I'm, I, th- I feel like I'm about to say it's personal taste. But you know what I mean? It's I- like... It's that like it's not that it's it's not a badly made film by any stretch. No, no. It's just that it's taken in a direction or done in a style tonally, that people don't like. It's tonally like it's tonally lighter and no as just geared towards like adults. Yeah. It's for everybody, it's broader. Mm-hmm. But as you were saying about like it's got that it does have a certain like video shop channel five-ish charm mm-hmm. to it, because um on rewatch there's a lot of scenes like at night next to like abandoned buildings and mm-hmm. like street lit stuff and like just general stuff like that like gunfights and that always makes me think of just video show Saturday night films uh, yeah. and it would be it, is, it would be a good film to watch around Christmas time as well it's not really Christmassy at all but, but it's nice and action eh mm-hmm. no it is it's like it's, it's, a, it's a nice I always used to hate that phrase it's like good leave your brain at the door <laughs> like I fucking hate that it's always like <laughs> I want to think about everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that's but a big I mean, part yeah. of Christmas. It's like 
the whole idea of Christmas for me is getting time off, like mm. just, just having time to spend with other people, just, mm-hmm. time to just do my own thing, and having time off means just just doing fuck all. Ah, exactly, just fucking completely disengaging yeah. and just having fun. Well, you know what I mean? For fuck's well, sake. Well, put it this way: I watched Robocop three this week. I got my telly in my room working again, and I watched it in my bed. Uh, and that's like that's, that's that's the best way I would tell you is to watch Robocop three. Just watch it in your bed. Put it this way as well: if you took the Robocop three script and made it as a cartoon, it would be completely acceptable. Aye, exactly. Aye, aye, totally. Nobody would have anything to say. We about know that it isn't, in its current state. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, I know what you mean. Aye, or it was always. a comic. It would be a good comic. Uh-huh. Plus, I was saying to Rich earlier that it's got my favourite. I think we got asked a question before about our favourite Robocop line. Mm-hmm. Robocop 3 has my favourite Robocop line. Hey. Which is right at the end, spoiler alert, when the, the bad guy Daggett, Daggett, yeah, Daggett. bad guy Daggett, he's like, he's like a brooding, uh, a brooding Englishman. I looked he's him up like, at IMDb and he's been in a lot of like British soaps and ah, he's, he's very, very like snooty Englishman. Yeah. But um, he's like, you fucking idiot. This building's gonna explode in like 10 seconds or whatever, and Robocop says, Don't count on it, chum. And he puts his he puts the backpack on and fucking gets a two woman and flies in the building. He sets his shins on fire as well and he's like, it's like, fuck you. He blows his shin, the guy's just like, oh, oh Christ. <laughs> Thank God. I just love Robocop, the idea of Robocop calling somebody chum. I just oh, I thought it was chump. No, chum. <laughs> Think again, chum, because he's rubbing him because he's English. <laughs> How good is that? My favourite line in that film is when like the the guy is noising up the, the chief no whatever he's the the guy's in Robocop one and that and he's like Alright, you got a Robocop, you got an alien cop, huh? You got a ghost cop? Leon, I told you I don't have time. You got a vampire cop? <laughs> He's like, I don't have time for this, Harry. He's so solid. He's just like standing at the desk. And then the one called cuts in the film continues. It's like there's tons of moments like that. They nice wee Fred Decker touches where uh, it's like just like completely irrelevant background stuff. You know, like unashamed black stuff. Too. The bit that I rewound like four times the other night when I was watching it was um, when he when Robocop goes to sort of decimate the kind of OCP, the rehab guys, the rehab uh, guys, urban rehab, and the guys walking about the office and he goes. Hey, that's a universal sign for I can't find my lighter. Hey, you got a light? Sure, man. Allow me, scum. That's amazing. Oh, there's the other Christmas connection. Shane Black's actually in it. Aye. Which I never noticed even re-watching it last year. It wasn't until the day when I was watching it, I was like, Holy fuck, there he's there. I was like, that's Shane Black. And I seen him in the diner and I was like, hey. And then it gets like to the bit with the spider punks and he's like kicking a boot, shooting a gun. And I was like, 
this laddie loves Christmas. <laughs> I know. This laddie really can't get enough of Christmas, man. <laughs> I, t- I tweeted earlier saying, like, on the video on Amnesty thing, saying, does anybody love Christmas more than Shane Black? <laughs> I, I would love to see his house at Christmas. I bet it's amazing. I know, it's like the decks up at fucking October 10th. <laughs> Shane, mate. <laughs> it's too early. Because, like, that's even Planes worse. Planes landed on his house. <laughs> Because that's like even Last Boy Scouts Christmas Day, isn't it? Aye, every one of the films, like Iron Man 3. Even. Iron Man 3 is <laughs> really. Oh, fuck out. They lied to them. I can't help it. There was an interview with him about it and he explains why. I'll, tr- I'll source it and put it out in our, uh, our feed like, when this episode goes out. But there's a good interview and he talks a bit about um, like why he focuses on Christmas a lot all the time and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's okay. interesting. But that's, that's also why I'm interested. I'm excited for the future because... Fred Decker and Shane Black are co-writing and co-directing, they've not decided, the new Predator film. Mm. So that basically means there's probably got to be a Predator film set at Christmas. <laughs> Aye. Aye, Aye, yes. Which sounds Aye. so good. And there's like, got to so be a good. Wayne protagonist at one point as well. How the fuck is that going to work? Aye. So That's like, going to be amazing. So I'm, I'm, I'm fully into <laughs> that. Like. a child. <clears throat> Your move, pussy face. <laughs> <laughs> Your move, pussy face. <laughs> maybe it'll be a nice return for you want some candy? <laughs> well, Prusa puts a bit of dynamite <laughs> in his head, <laughs> then kicks him in the dick and fucks off. <laughs> so, uh, so if you want to watch Robocop 3, um, how do you do it? Because... <laughs> you can't, I don't think you can buy it on its own. I've you, never seen it on its I own. I don't think I've seen it on its own. You can get it as part of like the DVD trilogy, which if you go on Amazon new and used, you'll probably get it for like 90 pence for all three <laughs> of them. CEX sells it for about three quid, I think. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's widely available, and I imagine you know somebody that's got it together. It's on Netflix maybe. UK then now as well. Oh, is, is it? it? Well, there you go then. It's on Netflix. I don't know if it will still be like when <laughs> no, this no, goes out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I have seen it on it. So. But no, it's well worth watching. There's no like, special features out about it, which kind of fucking Aye. sucks, because I'd like to see more about it. And it's yeah. hard. Um, Decker was missing off the face of the earth for years. It was only until, I think, when they released the... Monster Squad Anniversary DVD mm-hmm. that he started coming back for screenings and um, coming back for screenings and coming back for like uh, special features and things like that. So and now he's doing podcasts as you were saying. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to get just a, a, there must be old Orion behind the scenes stuff for Robocop Free. I can't imagine they would have shot Robocop Free and not had any special features. So it'd be cool if they came out. That's the thing, like every the previous is... Red Decker film has had that. You right? know, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But it's not even as if Robocop 3 has any kind of cult status. It's universally hated. <laughs> oh, the game's pretty good. I've got the game for the sake uh, Oh, and your boy that plays Robocop in Robocop 3 is the guy who voices Robocop in Robocop vs. Terminator. That was a lot of Robocops. Ah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Nicely so, done. Um, have you got anything to say about the Robocop TV films? <laughs> <laughs> I know you watched them recently. I watched Is it Ro- the Robocop, the future of law enforcement? No, Robocop Prime Directives. Is that right? Okay, what's the one with G-Pack? Are they, they had, I know there was a TV series. There is a, there is a TV series and then Prime Directives is a TV series, kinda. Is that too off-putting in it? No, it's no? fine. Um, I, Robocop, like, Prime Directives is kinda a TV series, but... They're packaged and sold as individual films. Right. But they're four made right. for TV films. They're fucking, they're rotten like. 
they're wrong. Like I can't, I can barely mind watching them apart from all your like vaporwave aesthetic boys would probably find yeah. stuff on it to enjoy. My <laughs> only memory of the Robocop TV series because I think it was on ITV on a Saturday afternoon. <coughs> Sorry. Every episode he would get fucked up and then Aye. come back stronger. Yeah. So which made me think that by the end of the series he must have been like. I know the only way that he <laughs> a like, different person. <laughs> I, like you only really ever talk about it, it's like short circuit too. He comes back like gold. <laughs> you know what I mean? They do that. Well, they did that in Robocop. Robocop too. I I feel alive. <laughs> 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 We're roguing it here today for keyword roundup. He's already. Uh, he's ready for keyword roundup. Oh, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Hi. Uh, here's keyword roundup for Robocop 3. That's where we take the top 10 keywords for the Robocop 3 IMDb page and read them out to you. You ready? Mm-hmm. One, humanoid cyborg. Two, hotel fight. <laughs> Three, punk. Four, kendo. Five, stabbed with a bayonet. Six, neck breaking. Seven, Surprise ending. <laughs> Eight, social commentary. Nine, shootout in church. Ten, PG-13 sequel to R-rated franchise. <laughs> so good. We'll rip. We'll rip. So we're, we're we'll all... Rip. What's this? He gets a cold that in the house. Rip, Tom. Rip! Rip your dinner, Zoot. <laughs> Rip, it's the mortgage company on the phone. <laughs> They're not taking me serious. Can you not just say Richard? But <laughs> it's Rip. No, my name's Rip. Rip. Have a salty dog, you <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Rip tones. You know what I mean? Rip tones. <laughs> fucking... Rip, how many times have I got to tell you? Check the toilet after you've flushed it. <laughs> Disgusting! <laughs> Rip, you're nothing. <laughs> Disgusting. R.I.P. Rip. <laughs> is he dead now? Is he dead? Uh, he died a few years ago. Did he? Fuck. R.I.P. Rip. I've got to try and see if it's an official Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> see if we could just tweet him. Retweet for the boys, Rip. <laughs> <laughs> rip Torn. It's like, it's like Perry Farrell. <laughs> see when Rip Torn got angry. Was he rip roaring? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not allowed. <laughs> He's plugged into the web. Plugged into the Montrix. Plugged into the mantras. <laughs> plugged into the, ma- the mattress. Right, I'm just reading the, the feedback. <laughs> the mattress. Plugged into your The mattress reloaded. <laughs> plugged into your mattress. Nothing else mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm just reading these just straight through the video Namaste feed. I'm reading these raw. Yeah, baby, you like it raw. I'm reading these raw, baby. You went vaudeville there, man. Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. All dirty bastard. <laughs> you little bastard. Oh, Twitter. You little bastard. Uh, Nicole says, does anybody do Christmas better than Shane Black? We've answered that. <laughs> Just Listen! Keep on, Nicole, mate. You only asked it about fucking two days ago. Well, we're so we, we put it out there just asking about what your favourite Christmas film is or if you've got any Christmas traditions that you do in terms of films and watching and 
just anything, anything Christmas because we love Christmas and we assume you love Christmas because who the fuck doesn't love Christmas? This guy loves Christmas. This guy loves, look at this jumper, that's a guy that loves Christmas. <laughs> so, Ben Diesel, our good boy Stu, says, I'm not sure why, but I always like to make sure I watch El Dorado round about Christmas. El Dorado? The, like car- the cartoon? That's what I'm thinking, is it the cartoon? Like, uh, the road to El Dorado? Because uh, uh, I, get, I get that mixed up. Or is, is it just a live performance of the Eagles song? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Desperado. about two hours long. Does he think the Desperado? <laughs> I'm consulting. I'm consulting the hive mind. Oh, that's a Rotel. That's a Rotel Dorado. Aye. Aye. Every Christmas. Every Christmas. Cool. Well, you know. I just did a chippy burp. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> I wonder if he's thinking. I wonder if he's thinking the Desperado. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Like, I watch it every, every Christmas. Christmas. It's too cold outside. Look <laughs> <laughs> at heat. Look at heat me up. Mark Donaldson, at old mank, old mank Rondas, Rondas, old 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 mank Rondas, old mank, old mank. That's not true. It's old mank Rondas. I'm seeing Die Hard on seventy mil this Christmas Eve. Mm. Ooh, delicious. Which Christmas film would you love to see on the big screen? Ooh. Ooh, I would, I would absolutely I've cream. I've seen quite a few over the years. Aye. I remember going to see Scrooge at the cameo. That'd be pretty good. That mm. was nice. Hook. Oh, I don't know when I would see Scrooge at the cameo. I can't even mind if I enjoyed it, this or not, but do you know at the end when he's like gesturing at the audience to start singing? The Aye. audience was doing it. I don't uh, know. That I know. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Aye, I don't know. I, I would... Stop having fun. <laughs> Come Stop on, doing what Bill tells you to. He's not here. It's just the te- it's just a big telly. <laughs> just standing up. He was never funny. <laughs> um, I would, I would, in a packed screen with enthusiastic people, I would love to see National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Aye. That would, that, that would be me. That's my all-time favourite, but I'd just love to see it with, like, everybody and mm-hmm. it feeling festive, you know. I definitely, definitely hook on a big screen, like all the lovely big matte paintings and everything like that, or that lovely soft light. Mm. I'm really sorry about Hook's passion. Count these stars. Count these stars. You'll be counting the next one. You'll be seeing them. Aye, <laughs> uh, Hook's, Hook's not for me, I'm sorry, boys. <laughs> Kevin McDonald at Kevin79 won our recent competition winners, if I do remember correctly, says Christmas movie traditions. Animated movie in the morning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones in the afternoon, family appropriate comedy at night. Mm. Indiana Jones, maybe a New Year's thing for me. <laughs> I'm a New Year's Indiana Jones guy. Christmas Day, not so much. Oh, it's, it's, Jones. Been, it's like the BBC one mainstay, isn't it? It's like. I've always, no, well, no, on Christmas Day, I've always, there's been a few Christmas I've managed to watch, like, just the most inappropriate, like, there was the year that me, kinky bits. Me, and, <laughs> me and my parents watched Silent Hill. <laughs> on Christmas Day? Oh my God, man. <laughs> Christmas Day. I mean, we're all sitting we're in the like, hottest <laughs> balty, watching Silent Hill. <laughs> Drinking Malibu. And then, um, what was it, a couple of years ago we watched um, In The Loop. You know, the thick of it film. Aye, aye. Which was kind of good. But uh, I could tell my parents just weren't into it at all. Fuck off, you and 75. The, <laughs> fuck. The funniest thing was, is we got to the end of it, and my stepdad went, aye, very clever. <laughs> <laughs> like, my Christmas, uh, like, growing up... Aye, let's talk about our own Christmas traditions aye. that we like to do. When growing up, uh, I swear every Christmas when I was a kid, ITV showed the BFG. 
Aye. And that was, so to me, the BFG is pure Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched it quite recently and I still really enjoyed it, but I think it was nostalgia had a lot to do with it. So I think Aye. this year I'm going to watch the it's new that, BFG. I think it's like the, Have you the, seen it? the mm. comfort of David Jason's voice as well, though. Aye, it's but it's like, the animation the, style and the kind of, yeah, the colours, the, the um, what are they called it? What's that studio called? The Danger Mouse Law. Oh, Cosgrove Hall. Cosgrove Hall. That Cosgrove right. Hall style British animation with a... It's very nice. Just does it for you. Does, aye, does. Aye, I get that. I totally get But that. for me, like, f- uh, Christmas, a lot of it's about, like, uh, fantasy. And I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have that as well. Like, That's why we're putting on the Krull Christmas screening. Aye. Sold out so you kind of come. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're not allowed. It's only for us. But aye, like, you know. Krull, and I think, I think somebody's answered us about, like, Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Aye. And, like, things like that. Aye, like, like that, was, that was a... Big like party Christmas every year. Totally. He-Man. Like, Masters of the Universe. Because you know, like, that's the thing. It's like whatever is aired on... It's like the the big event film that's <laughs> uh, aired on the telly. That's what... You know, that de- that determined what you're watching at Christmas growing uh, up for us anyway. Uh, and like it was always like, you know, big action or big fantasy, big sci-fi I wonder, I wonder why fantasy though. Was it, is it because like fantasy, even if it's got a medium to low budget, it still looks like it's... It's like got it's, it's it, got a warmth and like a like a like a look at a big budget to it. So the channels pat them on to think like, look, we've got like a big budget fantasy film for Christmas. Like you spent money on this big Christmas film, or yeah. is it just because like it's Christmas and it's quite fantastical as it is? So they're like, why not yeah. just put fantasy in that it's mix? A magical time of year. Ah, it's like it's just. <laughs> Don't know, don't get it. No, but really? like, like, but dark, like, like dark crystal was a, a one of the big I, like, ones or like, legend as well. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I, labyrinth. Labyrinth, Labyrinth as well, you know, like all that sort of stuff. Dark Crystal was a big Christmas one for me. Mm. Like, uh, I made a big list of them letterboxed. What, the Christmas fantasy Christmas, films? non-Christmas fantasy films. Aye. Aye. Krull as well. Krull, Krull was Krull like... so good, man. That was on like a good few times. Um, again, just because it was on telly, it was aired like at Christmas time as well. Krull was so Aye. good, dude. Also, last year we watched The Neverending Story. And Aye, there you go, man. Another one. It wasn't good. No? Nah. Aye, so, oh no, right, okay, so we've got the, the fantasy element covered. I don't have, like, a strict order or anything, but it is, like, I don't, like, strictly have to watch a cartoon or anything like that, but, you know, if, if a good enough one, like, Pixar's become a recent one. They always right. show a Pixar film at Christmas in the past, like, four or five years I've watched a Pixar film Studio, on Christmas Day. Studio Ghibli for me. Aye. Uh, quite, like, a good, like, uh, Princess Mononoke. Oh, actually, Nausicaa's the one I watch the most, but, like, something like Princess Mononoke or even Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Nice. See, got nice I've got hun- I've got like <clears throat> I've got a lot of Christmas traditions, like in terms of films. Like mm-hmm. when I'm wrapping presents, I always watch Batman Returns, Nightmare oh, yeah, Before Christmas, and Down with Love. Aye. Down with Love, I made my own Christmas tradition, like when I was really high one year, because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make my own Christmas tradition, and I got really high around about Christmas and watched Down with Love on BBC Three, and then now it just reminds me of Christmas. I watch oh, yeah. it every year. It's a one. To half a star film, but I watch it every year. Don't know why. And then every Christmas Eve, I go and stay with my mum and I watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Every single Christmas Eve. Every single Christmas Eve. Right. We don't want to exhaust the Christmas chat yet because we've got two episodes to go. There's only three doors on the advent calendar this year. (laughs) 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 And mine, everyone is us. So, uh, <laughs> I 
And the fuck. <laughs> Get the fuck. Leave him. Fucking freezing. Oh, it's cold. Oh, Try to peel a tangerine. <laughs> I fucking hate Christmas tangerines. Oh man, I love them. No. Nope. The amount of shite now I do at Christmas just because of the fucking tangerines I've been eating. Tangerines and Christmas pears. <laughs> Can't I want to just form sugar on them? Yeah, fucking pears again. Pears. <laughs> it's going to be the fucking, uh, our mascot's going to be a wee pear. I never talk about pears until I'm here. I never mention pears outside of this. I might change video Namaste's like, title sequence to a pear with the logo burning into it. <laughs> <laughs> Blowtorch that. Like a stencil. A flambéed pear. So we've got two episodes to go before Christmas. Um, and so yeah, yeah, that'll be next week. Episode two will be next week. It where we'll be, be talking week. about uh, Brazil. La da 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 da. da. Um, <laughs> and we'll be tackling some more of your feedback. Uh, but um, if you want to find us on Twitter, come come and see us. Come and see us. Come talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your <laughs> Christmas chat. Give us your Christmas sneer. There's no. Those my batteries. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> anti-Christmasness here. No, we love Christmas, so if you want to come talk to us about the joys of Christmas and things that you're wanting, like, even if you just, even if you want to talk to us about toys, if you're into my toys. We're always ready we're always, to talk, we're always about, ready talk toys. about toys, like, so <laughs> if you want to talk to us, like, just say, like, oh, I got this mint Terminator 2 figure when I was wee. Tell us, because that fucking, that keeps my fire burning. Oh, like, it's, like, it's like the last day of school when everybody brings in their toys. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, uh, if you want to do that, we're on. <laughs> Bye. We're on Twitter. Bye. Bye. Magraget, you can have OCP. It's all yours. Sayonara.